Good afternoon. Hope all of you are doing well. Today we're going to learn Maseches Yuma, Daf Samech, and Daf Samech Aleph Amar Aleph, and we'll end on Samech Aleph Amar Aleph, about twelve lines or so from the bottom of the page. We're starting at a fresh Mishnah on Samech Amar Aleph. Let's continue halfway down. Everything in the base of Mikdash and Yom Kippur had to be done in a particular order. And if a person did one step of the Avodah out of order, and then the Gemara uh, speaks out a particular example. Let's say that you uh, inadvertently, you did the blood of the Seir in the Kodesh HaKodashim instead of the blood of the Parper. So then, then what you should do is you did first by accident Seir and then you did Par. So then the, the Mishnah recommends there you don't have to start all over, just do the Seir after the Par and then you'll have the appropriate order with your second and third Hazos. Your first was wrong, that was the Seir. Then you did Par and that was followed by a Seir and you're all set. What would happen if you were partway through your Avoda um, and then you spilled the blood? So then the Halacha is if you're partway through the Avoda, then you have to start over from scratch with a new shrita and new blood. The same is true with avodas that are done in the hechal. This is also true for the avoda that's done in the mizbeach hazav, the smearing of the blood, as we've learned about. Shekulan, kapara, bifne atzman. Each of them have their own form of kapara, and they must be done in order. The last part of the Mishnah is that Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon Omrim. No, you don't have to start over from scratch when you make an error, uh, when you do something out of order. Instead, you can just pick up from where you left off. We'll see today what the nature of this machlokas is. The Gemara opens on the bottom of Tzamech Amaral, of 10 lines from the bottom. Tanu Rabban and the rabbis have taught us in a brisa. The brisa writes, The avod of Yom Kippur has to be done in order. If you do one thing out of order, then that thing that you did, which was out of order, is a zero. It doesn't count at all. Amar of Yehuda, let's analyze the scope of this ruling. Is it true for every last thing that he does? We bring up a korban tamid every day. So he also brings a Korban Tabit on Yom Kippur, but it's not specific to the Avod of Yom Kippur. So how far do we take this idea idea that the Seder uh, of Yom Kippur has to be perfect? So it says the Gemara Machlokas. Amar of Yehuda Amosai, when is this rule true that you have to be in perfect order? That's only true It's only true with Avoda or Yom Kippur that's done when the Kohen Gadol is wearing the Levanim, the white linen clothing, and when he's in the in the, in the the uh, Bifnim, when he's in the Heichal. If a person is wearing the big day love them, but they're outside of the heichel, um, so that's uh, that's not going to be a problem. Then in that case, don't worry about it. Whatever is done is done, but you don't have to go back and restart things because the only time Rabbi Huda says that we have a problem about where we're really mocked about the order of things is when... <clears throat> is when we are, the Kohen Gadol is wearing Levanim, he's wearing the white garments, and he's in the Heichal. However, Reb Nechemia, six lines from the bottom one, Reb when do we have this rule about strictness of uh, the order of things on Yom Kippur, says the Gemara, so he's more expansive. He says that we have to be strict about the Seder of the Avodah, not only when we're in the Heichal, but even when we're outside the Heichal, that even if you did something outside of the, of the Heichal, but if the Kohen Gadol is wearing the Levanim, under those circumstances, the halacha is that that does ruin everything. Let's say the Kohen Gadol is wearing the big day Zahav, his regular clothing, not the Yom Kippur clothing, then Masha Asa Asu. 
Fine. That is the machlokas that we have between Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda and Rav Nechemia. Everyone agrees in the big day zob that it's not going to be a problem, that if you go out of order while you're wearing the big day zob, that it's not le'ikuba. And the only machlokas is outside of the heichal when wearing the levan. According to Rav Nechemia, that's a time to still be strict on the seder. According to Rabbi Yehuda, that's not the right time. The only time he's strict on the seder of Yom Kippur is when the Kohen Gadol is inside the heichal wearing the white garments. Now, that's all the Tanoim. Let's see how Rav Nachman takes this apart. Amar Rav Yochanan, excuse me, Rav Yochanan. Amar Rav Yochanan, Vishnei Mikra Echa Darshu, they both learn uh, Pshat from the same exact Pasuk. What is the same exact Pasuk? Says the Gemara, Vayitzah Zotz, Lachem Nechukat, Olam Achas Bashanon. Okay, how do they learn this out? Says the Gemara, Tap of Samacham and Beis, Rav Yehuda Savar, Makom Shemizkaprim Bo Pamachas Bashanon. We're talking about the place in which you get kapara once a year. So that's where Rabbi Yehuda says that the only time that, that we're concerned about the order in which the coin functions, the only time we're concerned is when he's inside the Beis HaMikdash in, in the Heichal, in the Levana. That's where we do the once a year avod of Yom Kippur. He says it's not just the Makom, it's also the Dvarim. So that's the big distinction between them. Review the Savar Makom. We're talking about the physical location, namely the Heichal and the Kodesh. Mashain King, Rav Nechemia, in the second line says, not just a location, it's Dvarim. Hamizkapim behen pamachas b'shana. Anything that he does that is specific for Yom Kippur, even if it's outside of the Heichal. Halacha is, according to Rav Nechemia, that we then care about the Seder HaDvarim for that day. So says the Gemara, Atul Rav Yehuda Makom Ktiv. How did Rav Yehuda on the top line come up with this thing about Savar Makom Chemizkapim Bo? The location is the determining the, the, the determining factor. Look back on the bottom of Samacham and Aleph at the Pasuk. What did the Pasuk say? This should be for you. Who says anything about location? So the Gemara is bothered by that on the third line of Samacham and Beis. So then the Gemara therefore rejects our Havamina of, of, of our, as to why Yehuda holds what he holds. And therefore the Gemara says, to Rabbi Huda, why then is he of the opinion that the place is the determining factor? Because there's two words in this pasuk that give us uh, another indicator: ksiv zos, uksiv achas. That's what the pasuk reads. The pasuk reads vayisa zos lachem lechukas alam achas. So the word zos and achas. So says the Gemara: ksiv zos uksiv achas. One of those is to exclude, namely, to say that we don't care about how the order is done. Yes, there's a right and wrong, but it's not le'ikuva. It doesn't uproot the avod if you're out of order. One is to say that if the Kohen is wearing the Lebanim, but he's outside the Heichal, then we don't care about the order, Masha Asa Asui. Whatever order you did it in is sufficient. And the other, is to say that if the coin was not wearing the Levan, but was wearing the big day Zav, then there too, halachically speaking, that's also an exemption. And Masha Asa Asui, however you did the Avot, even if it was in the wrong order, so the halacha is that it's still acceptable. Reb Nechemia. How does Reb Nechemia understand these Pesukim, the words Zot and Achaz? Reb Nechemia, Chad Mute Big Day Zav, Chad Mute Shirayim Dalama Akhve. So Rav Nechemia says one of those psukim is to teach me, yes, I agree with you, that one of them is to exclude any avoda that the coin gadol does while he's wearing the big day zav instead of the levanim. He's wearing the big day zav, so then any avoda that he's doing on Yom Kippur is not going to be le'ikuba, even if it's out of order. And one is to say that any shirayim, any leftovers of a, of a akrava, of the blood, whatever it may be, that that is also not me'akif. The Gemara has a problem, the Rabbi Yehuda. No. 
that you got that wrong, Rav Nachemia. Rav Yehuda says that Shirayim is not dependent on, on, a, on the Pasuk. Shirayim is always going to be either Mutter or Asr, depending on whatever type of Shirayim we're talking about. Rav Yehuda, you can't look at it with just one exegetical excuse and say that because the Pasuk says Achas, so therefore every time there's Shirayim that... Uh, that, that there's no problem at all. That's not true. Kid the Bryce writes eight, nine lines down, Samacham and Bates. The Kila Mikaperis Akodesh, in Kiper Kila. If the Pasuk says the Kila, if you complete Mikaperis Akodesh, getting your Kapara from the Kodesh. So there's two ways to understand this Pasuk. Here's version number one. In Kiper Kila, if you are Kiper, namely, if you did that which generates Kapara, which is this Rika Sadam, then Kila, then your Avodah is over. Being low Kiper, low Kila. And if you didn't do the blood, if you didn't do the Kapara, the, the sprinkling of the blood, then low Kila, then your Avodah is not over. That's the Rebbe Akiva. However, Omar Lo Rebbe Yehuda, Rebbe Yehuda says, Mipne Malo Neemar in Kila Mekaper. Why doesn't the Pasuk say, Im Kila Mekaper? Maybe we should say that it means a little differently, that in Kila, if you finished all of your avoda, then kapar, then you get kapara. Not if you sprinkle blood, you get kapara. But once you finish everything of that avoda, then you get kapara. But if you didn't do all of your avoda, then you're not going to get kapara. That if you forgot to do any part of that avoda, namely, what's not said explicitly, even the shirayim, if you don't do the shirayim, you don't get kapara. So we see from here, says the Gemara, that Rav Nechemia's recommendation that one of the words, either zos or achas, is to exclude the case of lemeute uh, shirayim, that if there's extra blood that hasn't been spilled on the yisod or anything that's shirayim, that uh, that we that you just would not have a problem with that. That's not true, because as Brisa indicates, according to the second approach of Rav Yehuda, that it should be the inkila kiper, that only if you finish the whole avoda then you get kapara. And if, even if you leave out the shirayim, the spilling out of the shirayim, you're still going to be, uh, you're not going to get kapara yet. So and we ask, what's the difference between in this brisa, the shita that says, that the blood generates the conclusion, the zrikas adam generates the kapara, versus the shita that says you have to finish all elements of the avoda, including even the shirayim to generate kapara. So there's two differences, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, Chadamar, Mashmo is Dorshanikavinayim. It's not really a difference, it's just a way to read the Pesukim, but the results are the same. But take a look at this one. Amar, we're halfway done on Samacham and Bez, another sheet says of the opinion that what? Shirayim me'akve ikabinayhu. The difference between these two sheets is Shirayim. According to the first approach that just simply says that it's uh, it's Mashmo's Dorshan, it's just a question of how to read the Pesukim, so then he wouldn't say one way or the other about the Shirayim. But according to this second answer, the second answer is a huge difference, that the Shirayim can cause uh, an ikub, it can hold back your kapara. The Haraya, the Rabbi Yehuda, has a real strong shita to say that he disagrees with Rabbi Nechemia, who said that the Pasuk meant to exclude Shirayim from being part of the uh, part of the requirements of being in order. So that's why Rabbi Yehuda um, rejects the sheet of Nechemia. It says the Gemara two-thirds of the way down, how could Rav Yochanan, remember how we started, we quoted a Brisa, and then at the bottom of the page we said, Amar Rav Yochanan, Rav Yochanan gave shots in the Tanoim. So it says the Gemara, how can Rav Yochanan say what he said? After all, the Amar Rav Yochanan, Tana, Rav Nechemia, Kedibri HaOmer, Shirayim Me'akveh. Elsewhere, Rav Yochanan said that the Shirayim are Me'akveh. 
So you can't say in the name of Rav Nechemia 10 lines up, as we did uh, from here, that Shirayim are not Me'ake because of the Pasuk of, Chad, uh, of Achatz or, or Zos. And then Rav Yochanan, the same exact Rav Yochanan, says the exact opposite, which is that it is Me'ake. So therefore, we, we have a kasha. We, we have a difficulty in understanding this. Of course, the Rishonim, generally speaking, not necessarily here, Rishonim explained that when you have a teku, we mamish don't know. When you have a kasha, the Rishonim are, are, are kind of given some latitude to dig in and give an answer. The Gemara continues, uh, 10 lines from the bottom of Samach HaMabei, let's say that the Ketores was Chafan, that the Kohen Gadol did Chafina, remember we spoke about the scooping with two hands, the mound of Ketores, not too high of a mound, not too low of a mound, just a gentle rounded top, um, not quite a level teaspoon, but a slightly rounded teaspoon, or but larger, larger, it's your hands. So let's say that someone did the chafina kodem shechita social par, which is out of order. The par should be shechted first. Uh, so then the halacha is lo asavelokru. So then says the Gemara Kiman, whose shechita is that like the lokru of Yehuda? That can't be like the shechita of Rabbi Yehuda. Why not? The Rabbi Yehuda ha'amar kiksiva chuka bedvar manasim bebig deilava mibifnim ha'udiksiva. He says that when are we talking about something that's problematic? Kiksiva chuka. When do we have our problem of things needing to be in order? That's bedvarim hanasim bebig deilava mibifnim udiksiva. The only time, remember the machlokas we started with today. When do we say that there is a problem of things being out of order? Rabbi Yehuda said only when you're wearing the levanim inside the uh, the heichal. But the chafina was not done inside the heichal, it was done outside the heichal. So this must be not like Rabbi Huda, because it says that if you did the chafina outside the heichal, it's loas of a loklum, and that's not Rabbi Huda's shita. Rabbi Huda says that anything that's done outside of the heichal is mutter to do out of order. It's not ideal, but it's mutter. It's not, there's not, it's not lehikuba. The answer to the Gemara four lines from the bottom, no, don't worry about it. Afilu tema Rabbi Huda. We could even say that this is like the shita of Rabbi Huda. How so? Torech pnim kipnim gami. When you're doing the chafina outside of the heichal by the base of tinas, what are you doing it for? You're doing it for the sake of bringing it into the pnim, into the kodesh. So therefore, says the Gemara, tzorech pnim, when you're doing something outside the, of the heichal, for the sake of bringing it inside of the heichal, that's kipnim dami. That already has the halachic status of being like it's inside. Now, the Mishnah asks on this, hang on one second. We learned the halacha that if in fact you do things out of order, if the blood spilled before you got to finish your avoda, for example, so the halacha is two lines from the bottom, you have to get another animal, and then you have to start over. If Rabbi Hanina is right in saying that the chafina out of order is then why doesn't it say why doesn't he use that language? And like we have in this Mishnah, that he should start over from scratch. Doesn't imply that you have to go back and start over. Okay, so that which you were already chafan, you already have it, but you did it out of order. So go get it now after you bring the part, then go get it again. But it doesn't say again. So then says the Gemara, you're absolutely right that he would have to do chafina again. However, top of Samach Aleph, Amar Aleph, Victorious Lokamari. That Brisa was only talking about the other topic. It wasn't talking about the Ketores, says Rashi, Umihu, Zibra Hamaskal, Victorious Lokamari, Umihu, Vada, Yitzarech, Lahak, Directoris, Acheres. Of course, you cannot use the same Ketores uh, powder. Ahar, Shritas, Parzi, you have to start over from scratch. It's just, it, you're right, the text should have been there, but it wasn't there because that wasn't the focus of that Brisa. That Brisa was, uh, was speaking about the Shrit of the Par more than it was speaking about the Chafina of the Ketores. Next case, top line, uh, we have another two thirds of the page to go. Amar Ula, Seir, 
Let's say that you did the shrit of the shrit of the seir before you did the matan damim, the zrika on the blood of the par. So the halacha is that it's a zero. We're going to ask the same question we asked before. Why does it say lo klum? It implies that you can just pick up where you left off. Why doesn't it say that you have to, you know, yachzor and get more blood? Why doesn't it say that? Man, we learned in a mishnah. You have to go back and get more blood of the seer if you do things out of order when it comes to this part of the avoda. If Ula is right on the top line that the seer shashachto, you did it out of order, you did it before you did the zrika sadama of the par, if that's true, then, it, then why did it say lo asafa lo klum? It should have said yachzor v'yishchodmi, but you got to start from scratch. So answers the Gemara, tirgama Ula v'matanos she v'heichal. We're not talking about uh, we're not talking about the avoda that was in the lifnai v'lifnim inside the kodesh hakodashim. That we're not talking about. In that case, you would have had to start over. Here, what we're talking about, as we've spoken about, is once the Kohen Gadol left the the uh, our own area, uh, left the Kodesh Hakodashim, he would stand by the Parochas and the Heichal and do his Azan. Then they would take more blood still and go to the Mizbeach Azahov and smear and sprinkle blood there as well. That blood is this price and it does not need to be rebuilt. But you don't have to reshacht an animal at that point. That you're right, we're only talking about the matanos and the heichal. There, we don't need to reshech the, the seir. However, had it been that we were talking about the avod and the kodesh hakodashim, we would need to uh, reshech that animal. Two dots, v'chein v'heichal, v'chein mizbech, tanu rabbana. The rabbis teach us of, um, the understanding of a brisa, how each part of the pasuk explains what kapara we get for what we do. V'chapera es mikdash hakodesh, zelif nai belifnim. That uh, way, the way, that, that part of the pasuk will give us kapara for any errors that were made lifnai v'lifnim. What about ohel moed zehechal? That helps us with forgiveness in the hechal. Mizbeach kemashmo. When the pasuk says mizbeach, it's talking about the mizbeach. That's obvious. Yichaper elu azaros. That happen, helps with people in the azaros, and that's uh, that's good because that's where a lot of a lot of the Jews are. Hakohanim kemashmoan. Pashat that the Kohanim is referring to themselves, Imakahal, Elu Yisrael. When it says Imakahal, it's referring to the Israelites, the, the Israel as opposed to Levi and, and Kohen. Yechaper, Elu Halavim. So it says the Gemara, that's uh, how the Brisa reads this Pasuk. And all the Kohanim, the Levim, and the Israelim, they all get a, a singular type of Kapara. With all of their Averos, they get Kapara with the Seir Mishtalech. That's the Shita of Divir Rabbi Huda. Rav Shimon argues, Rav Shimon Omer, Keshem Shedam HaSeir HaNaseh Bifni Mechaper Al Yisrael B'Tumatz Mikdash V'Kadashav. Just like it is blood, the blood of the animal, not just the Seir Mishtalech, but the blood itself, the, the, the uh, sprinkling of the blood, that generates kapara betumas mikdash v'kadosha for those who do averas of making things in the base base of mikdash tamei kach dama par mechaper alakon betumas mikdash v'kadosha he holds that it's not the seir nishtalech but rather it's the blood of the seir that generates kapara for the kohanim if they were to have done an avera in regards to tumas mikdash v'kadosha ukeshem shevidui shal seir nishtalech mechaper al yisrael b'shan averas and just like Vidui, the verbal part that the Kohen would say over the par or over the Seir, just like the Vidui that he would say over the Seir Mishtalech, that's what generates Kapara for the Jews and for Averus in general. So that's a distinct Machlokes. Rabbi Yehuda, the first Shita we saw, says that all of the Kapara is generated from the Seir Mishtalech. The second Shita we saw in the name of Rabbi Shimon, it depends. The Kohanim get Kapara through the Dam of the Seir. 
and the rest of the Jews get kapara through the vidui. So we uh, we should try and make sure that we get all of them right. Of course, we can't do zrikat adam, but we should certainly be saying vidui uh, and reading all of the psukim properly. In the absence of korbanos, we should be using our uh, our lips. We should be davening and begging a kadosh baruch for mechila for all the things that we've done wrong. We're only a couple of months out, so this is the right time to start thinking about it. And that brings us to the next bright halfway down, just a third of the page left to go. A similar bright That Pasuk tells us that you can get kapara for things that take place And the Pasuk says, it's speaking about the heichal, the space that has the menorah and that has the shulchan and the mizbech hazahav. Mizbech kemashmo, of course, when the Pasuk says mizbech, it's talking about itself. Each of them have their own type of kapara. So says the Gemara, Mikan Amru. And here we're going to see one, two, three, four, five, six different iterations of mixture cases where we're not exactly sure what the halacha is. And the Gemara will be quick in its banter back and forth. And then we will wrap up for the day. Mikan Amru, based on this Mishnah, here is what we've learned. Let's say the coin goddles in the Kodesh HaKodesh near the Aron, Bein Avadim. He's doing his Avoda, he does a little bit of the Avoda, and then the blood spills. He has to shecht another animal and start from scratch. However, dissenting opinion lasted the short lines. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Shimon, Omrim, You don't have to get a new animal. All you need to do is continue from where you left off. Gomar es ha-matanos, what if you were doing the matanos, uh, other matanos that were inside the uh, inside the kodesh, and then the blood spills? So then So this is talking about uh, in the heichal. It's talking about in a holy place, but not in the kodesh. It's only talking about the other room. So then says the Gemara, two lines into the Y lines. But if you spilled it not inside the Kodesh, and then needed to use it on the outside, but you already had done some of the Avodah on the outside, and then you spill the blood, start over from scratch. Same dissenting opinion as before, Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon, Omrim, Eino Maschil, Elami Makom Shepasat, you don't need to get a new animal and shecht again. You're allowed to just start wherever you left off from, no problem at all. Gomar Matanos let's say that you finished up the Matanos in the heichal, and then the blood spilled, but you need to still do the avodah and the mizbeach. So it says the Gemara, Then in order to do the smearing on the mizbeach, hazav, which we spoke about in detail over the last couple of days, so then you need a new animal. Um, yeah, and not surprisingly, the same dissenting opinion, that all you need to do is everything is good to go. It's only you don't have to start over from scratch. After you finish doing the avoda of the sprinkling and the smearing in the other order, smearing and sprinkling on the Mizbech inside the Heichal, then everyone agrees it's not, it's not Me'akve. Last case, Amar of Yochanan, Vishnei Mikra Echadar, these two shitas of starting over from scratch and continuing from where we left off. Rabbi Yala, uh, the, the, two, the shitas that we learned earlier, um, the Tanakama versus Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon. It says Rabbi Yochanan, two thirds of the way down, Mishnei Mikra Echadarshu, Midam Chatas Hakipurim Achas Bishanon. That's what the Pasuk says. And Rabbi Meir Savar Chatas Achas Amartilach, below Shte Chatos. You're only allowed to bring one Chatos, one animal. You're not allowed to shecht another animal. 
Therefore, we pick up from where we left off because you're not allowed to do a new shechita. He read the, the word wrong. This word chatas means chitui, which is a, another language for sprinkling. Um, and that's why uh, you're not allowed to, you have to start over from scratch because you've already, uh, you've already ruined this animal. So you have to start over from scratch. We're going to stop right here, three-fourths, two-thirds or three-fourths of the way down at the word tanya, which is about halfway down in the thick lines on Samach Aleph and Aleph, wishing you all a beautiful day.